Hello everyone, WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine and I'm sitting here with my buds. I got Holly here. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Hi. And Matt. I'm not your bud, pal. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot we went through this. Um, <laughs> we did. This is an exciting episode. Uh, we're, we're starting our year off with our first bracket of the year. Um, but we'll start our podcast as we always do with our Topping It Off segment where we pick a Disney drink. And Matt, it's your turn, which is always one of my favorites because I love to see what you can pull out of A misadventure. Your... I'm <laughs> uncharacteristically unprepared, but as is, but... As expected, it is kind of a cheat because I've talked about it before, but it was, I never made it a, uh, a topping it off. I talked about it on our year end, uh, review and Catherine made a remark at the time when I was talking about it because I think it was my drink of the year. And she's like, it was your drink of the year, but you never used it on a topping it off. And I was like, <laughs> put that, well, that's just, you just gave me that one. So I'm, I'm going to be talking about the Kiwi Kimono. And that is a drink that was found in uh, the Yak and Yeti in Animal Kingdom. It is a drink that is not one that's real that I would describe as a me drink. It's Don Q coconut rum, vodka, Midori melon liqueur, fresh kiwi, and sweet and sour. It is garnished with a um, with a slice of kiwi, candied kiwi, I believe, right? Um, it's right there. Yeah, I I know. Oh. I'm looking at something else. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> in my in my peripheral, Catherine is doing something frantic, and I didn't know if I was doing something wrong. Frantic. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. It's it's a little sweet, but not overwhelmingly sweet. That like your you know your tongue feels all like uh, like it's gonna uh, like fall off. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Like <laughs> I was just gonna let you finish that thought because I was enjoying the journey. Well, yeah. I mean, like. Uh, Sometimes when I drink really sweet drinks, and, and it might be one of the reasons that I stay away from them, it's just like I don't like the the feeling like in my like at the Sets your teeth on edge. Not even not even my teeth, but like my Isn't tongue your stomach? and my hmm. my my stomach too. <laughs> wow, you are fun to hang out with. It, this really does not sound like a drink you would enjoy, so I'm impressed. No, but so- it was delicious. I, I thought it was so good. Like it it was just I was so surprised at how much I liked it. And Catherine ordered it, and I was like. Can I? I'm gonna go order my own, and I and I. We we ended up switching because Matt got a huge. He ordered a beer there, and that's what I was looking at. Um, I think it was either uh, Kieran or Sapporo, and it happens to be at that location in Yak and Yeti. They give you like the 22 ounce beers. Mm-hmm. Kieran's so, a 16. I don't know what size the Sapporo is. It doesn't say on the website. Yeah, but. so like they have. The biggest drinking receptacle, there's still some left over, so you have to finish that. We ordered these at the bar before you leave. Yeah. So we were, like, chugging a little bit <laughs> of a beer, and then I was like, oh, that's really good. And then Matt, like, my drink, he was like, that's really good. And I was like, let's And try. then I think I went back and got my own after that, if I'm that not is, mistaken. That is untrue, but... Wait, can you go in there and order and take order it out? Just the bar, yes. Yeah, there's, a little, there's a little bar, like, oh, right when you walk enough. into yeah, the right Then there was yeah. a crowd at the time to get seated mm. so we mm-hmm. just like yeah. snaked our way through the crowd went right to the bar and the bartender there i remember was excellent yeah. very very good bartender i so. mean and similarly although i haven't done it i'm sure that you know if you find seating at the bar then you could just eat there if you want and they do have some pretty interesting offerings scott you've eaten there with your family I, they, right? yeah it's a, it is an interesting menu they've got a lot of things that i would say are asian cuisine inspired but not necessarily straight up like traditional right yeah, it, it, it the menu looks uh, 
Like, it has a lot of stuff that would be up my alley. But I, I really recommend this drink. It was my drink of the year, uh, the <laughs> Kiwi Kimono. It's awesome. It's it was, $11. It was a Sapporo. I do have a photo of it. I didn't go back to the records, but it was a big, big Sapporo. So well worth it. Hmm. And like a neon green drink that... The kiwi kimono. Yeah, it was kind of it's kind of the color of like uh, you guys Ecto remember Ecto Cooler? cooler? Yeah. Oh, Ecto Cooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from a from a nineties kids. Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. All right, delicious, very good. Um, all right, Rob, kicking it to you with the news. Yes. So there's not much news right. <laughs> over the last two weeks, uh, but in in an effort to take more money from people or downright steal, as this is. Disney announced a new uh, Run Disney experience called Club Run Disney. So, I will go through some of the details here. So, there's three different levels. There's a silver membership, a gold membership, and a platinum membership. So, I I will just... Matt, I'll I'll use you because you're probably least likely to know what the price would be. Just, this is as interesting. Yeah, I don't... I've I've done one 5K and it was ages ago. Right, so... Um, um, so this is a subscription service, and how long so is it, lasts, it for a year? It lasts for one year. So this, if you could begin getting memberships February 18th of this mm-hmm. year. The membership runs October 1st, 2020 through September 30th, 2021. Okay. Well, before I get, um, guess prices, I'm going to have to find yeah, out I'm what gonna, they entail. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> so <interrupting>. silver <laughs> membership includes a welcome member packet, which is a member jacket, club run Disney magnet, membership card. Tier one pricing year round for available run Disney races. So they st- so Disney started going to tier pricing, meaning the earlier you register for a race, um, the cheaper it is. So okay. it, and to give you an idea of how much we're talking about, the cheapest for the Star Wars half marathon. No, don't even tell me because I no, well, no. Just to oh, give you an okay. idea of how much you're saving. So okay. if you register the the, <clears throat> the earliest registration period. Was 185. The most expensive is 205. Oh, that's so at not most really... you're saving 20 dollars, right? Mm-hmm. For the half marathon, so you get. I'm sorry, I'm writing this down. So was it a mem- membership jacket? <laughs> yes, uh, a magnet packet. and a card. Don't forget the packet. The welcome packet. <laughs> a jacket. A packet. A magnet. A magnet. A magnet and a card. And a and just a, a membership card. Yes, you Jeez. get the you get the year one pricing. Wow. Or tier one pricing, I should yeah, say. Yeah. So you might save twenty bucks. You get exclusive twenty twenty Club Run Disney virtual ten k. Pardon? Yeah. Are you familiar with a virtual? No. Race? What the hell is that? It's like everybody comes together and you're like you do the race on like your own time, your own time, and then like you're just like yes. not accountable at all. Right. <laughs> and, and Club Run Disney designation on race bibs. So that's what you get for the sil- oh, silver membership. Mm. How much do you think that is? Oh my god! How much would I pay for it? Or how much? No, no, how much are, is this? Uh, yeah, how much would I pay for it? Negative dollars. Uh, so you get to check. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do, do you know what the jacket looks like? It's like a windbreaker. I'm guessing windbreaker. Yeah. Uh, so let's. I mean, let's just let's just give it the Disney. Uh, I'll break them down. The the. Let's just say the the windbreaker they're saying is fifty dollars. I'm not saying that's what it's worth. I'm saying let's say that's what the, that's worth. The magnet, I'm gonna say ten bucks. The card, let's just put five bucks on the card, the card. and the packet. I'm saying I'm I'm saying I'm putting a price on it. The virtual race, I'm gonna say that they're gonna say that's like fifty dollars. Yeah. And the bib, let's just say ten dollars. But then I'm gonna give it so that's a hundred twenty thirty. Uh, and I'm gonna give it a, a decent tax. I'm gonna say a hundred and seventy five dollars. 
265 oh, 43. Oh, God. <laughs> so that's that's just the silver. Then you get to the gold, which... Wait a second. 265 43, that's what they have advertised? Or is it that's like... I mean, that's with tax and... It says price includes 6.6% platform service fee. <laughs> what happened? I don't even know. That, that keeps the, the monkey that's, so it must that's be 250. just cycling oh, the right. Disney I forgot about the tier pack. one pricing as well. Oh, yeah, that. but that's not even... A, you don't even get We're into just, a race for that. It's so just then a you discount. Go to, good point, Catherine. So you go to gold membership, okay. which is the next one. So it includes all the silver. Right. Uh, just... So the only distance, the distance, only difference is a guaranteed opportunity to purchase one spot in the half marathon or greater distances each race weekend through early registration. One time. So, so that's saying like each, each of the weekends. So, you know, they just had marathon weekend. Uh-huh. There's princess, princess, there's star Wars yeah. and there's wine and dine. So you're guaranteed a spot but for in one every of single for, one or just one, one of them or all four. But what if you want to do a challenge? I think it says for. To purchase one spot in the half marathon or greater distances each race weekend. Oh, so, oh, so, so you're it's good. Four. It's so four. Yeah. Guaranteed. So you're guaranteed, regardless mm-hmm. of when you sign up, any of those four. Mm-hmm. And, and, okay. So all right. So guaranteed a spot in any of them. Which hey Rob, drop some knowledge on us. How often do they sell out? Oh, good question. So I looked up <laughs> Star Wars, which is the well. I didn't look at um, the next one to go off is Princess next month. Star Wars weekend is uh, April, so that registration for that opened July sixteenth, twenty nineteen. It is still available. How and you, it, does it show? Did, did no, it, I don't know if that's five spots right, or that's yeah. hundreds of spots. But, I, there's no indication. But there of, is at least one spot. There is. It's, a, it's letting for, me select register now. They sometimes fill up. Like in for the ten yeah, so, I mean, uh, you guys have you guys have done these multiple yep. times. I've, so have you ever seen it that they get? Um, filled up and I feel like back in the day they did yes when we did when we had to sign up for and did Dopey in 2016 which we signed up in 2015 it was it, it went very quickly now the interesting thing here is that this this says for the half marathon or, lo- or longer mm-hmm. because it's usually the 5 and 10k's that fill up first yeah. because people want to do those because they're less stressful yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah there's more there, there's which less is a good point so for Star Wars weekend the 5K only and the 10K are both sold out. The half marathon and then the... the so you're getting challenges. the stuff no one wants to do. <laughs> the harder things. Yeah. yeah. So that that one is 478.63. Oh. oh, I was going to guess. And, and, oh, sorry. And I'm... Like, it'd be one thing if that was like... It included your... You're, like, it, you're the race. You still don't get a race. You have an option of a race. That's yeah. over $200. So the, mar- the, mar- the half marathon is... Uh, two oh five right now. So that's you're paying two oh five on top of that if you want to take advantage of the one thing that's a different. Right. So this is well, not you get this... the tier one, which is one eighty five. Oh, okay. This does not include your entry fee. This Correct. just that's gives you no a guarantee to pay an entry fee. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then finally, there's the platinum membership. So it's Can't all those things, and then you get uh, club run Disney. Uh, expo experience including Club Run Disney Lounge with convenient packet pickup, <laughs> early access to Run Disney merchandise spot with special character meet and greet opportunity, and the one th- th- this is mind boggling because after having done these, this should not be the case. Upgraded corral placement. Which what? 
That's yes. Not- which is a disaster. Isn't that like dangerous? Yes, yeah. it's extremely like, dangerous. Like me, do, like if I paid that much money, even us, I should like, not be not. in an early corral. <laughs> I should be at not. the end. Yes, it's a it's an absolute safety hazard. That that makes no sense. No. That you, there should your corral placement is based on. Per, I mean, even Time. I know that yeah. is based on performance because. Yep. You, if you don't want to be getting in people's way, right? If yep. they slow. are, yeah. Yeah, if they, if that is ins- that's insanity. And how much is that, Rob? Wait, hold <laughs> on. Do you want to guess? guess? Wait, then that's it. That the, that's it. The platinum is just the the, the, the club and run Disney. The lounge. special meet and greet. And <laughs> these and these are all <laughs> assuming that you are paying for a race too. I mean, right. again, you're paying for a race on top of this. You are not getting a race with this. So is so is a two hundred roughly two hundred dollar increase from silver to gold. I'm going to say it's even more of an increase from gold to platinum. I'm going to say it's about $750. Very, very close. $798.43. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. That is highway robbery. It's it's insanity. It's, so it's, you have your ear to the streets. Are people uh, freaking yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, the big thing was this? just like, this is insane. And the, they're... They're late to the game. Like, if they had instituted this, like, Back four or five years ago, yeah, like, people would have done it, but... You think so? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. This is insane. But what I'm saying is there was more. But now, like, if you're on there the day it, these registrations open, you're getting in the races. Yeah, like I mean, if, if I'm going to do one, I'm looking for when the registration opens. Mm-hmm. I'm you're doing do. the research. Right. It's not like you're just like, yeah, maybe I'll run a marathon next month. Right. Like, yeah, see, no. that, yeah, that's why, that's why I think this is weird and misguided because I think <laughs> that the, the same demographic of people that this would be targeting or catered to are very likely to know when the registrations are and plan in advance and know that they want to do a race so they are signing up within the first week and aren't running the risk of the thing that they want to do yeah. selling out. It's not like these are... It It would be one thing if these things like, oh man, they sell out within 24 hours every time. But I think that they could, have, they could have made this more advantageous by say by changing it and just making it surge pricing for the 5 and 10K races. So if you want to do the 10K race and you're in a month period before that race, it's going to cost you... Three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, like exactly. people might mm-hmm. still do that. Yeah, right. If you really want to right. run, but the, yeah. this, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of the individual who this benefits, and it's not me. I don't think it's I don't you guys. Know. I don't it's think insane. it's anybody. It, that is ridiculous. I would right. love to meet the person yeah. who like presented this and was like, "Yes, this is a great idea." It's, because it's, it's insane. It's a small niche of people who are fanatical runners. Who are also um, idiots, <laughs> forgetful. I want. To, I'm saying who are also. I think the main Rich. thing is it's a status thing. Yeah. It's a huge guess, status yeah. thing. They want to be like, ooh, I have the I have the club Disney on my bib, so uh, you know that I spent a lot of money because I'm a serious runner. It's it's a it's purely. <laughs> It's a purely status symbol me thing. as you're trampling my dead body because I was on an earlier corral and I'm wearing the Run Disney Club jacket. Yeah, but damn, do I, damn did my uh, trampled corpse look awesome with all my sweet, uh, you know... Magnets. My magnets. <laughs> the my corral car. thing really gets me. That's the thing of the corral. That's, that's the worst thing. What's the point is like you have to provide proof of time. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's and that's a big deal. Like I mean, like people want to qualify for an earlier corral, and it's not like I mean, something we, you should be able to buy. We yeah. went and did that's a insane. half marathon 
so we had like a de- I mean it was it, just so we weren't in the last curve yeah. I mean you know it moved yeah. us up a little bit but we were in the right placement Area, yeah. yeah if we were up right. another three or four corrals no like it's just yeah you'd be just, getting you'd be getting past not only yeah not only us but the other people it's just not yeah i mean you've done run disney races and like when we're in our corrals like it's a very tight space oh, like yeah. you know what i mean so like add like 500 people <laughs> maybe yeah. they should just give you like 10 minutes bonus time or something like that towards your <laughs> <laughs> yeah really yeah we'll we'll uh cut off an hour of your marathon time <laughs> if you, if on the website yeah Oh, oh wow, God. you ran that marathon in an hour and 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sick. I'm sick checking or these you can magnets. Get a, or give you a save from the balloon ladies. Right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, just like a pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> free pass. Get out of balloon land. Uh, that's just really, like, that... Uh, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. It's it's wow. it's uh, safety. So I think we're a hard pass on yes. yeah. yeah, I would rather save my money for a Disney trip than... Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather true. save think my money that. from literally anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, if if a race is $180 at the earliest admission, a platinum membership is basically three or four races yep. admission. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. I can get my own, like, mm. run Disney jacket club, like, me on my own. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just send us the file. We'll, we'll uh, do an iron on it. Right. All right, Rob. We have that, uh, that was, but, we had a lot of passion about yeah, that one. That yeah. packet, though. And then, no uh, talking about the some, packet. Something else, something else I can complain about. <laughs> so they re- they released the full menu for uh, Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Craft Drafts, and Barbecue. This is the quick service opening up that's replacing, what was it, Liberty Inn? Yes. At uh, American Adventure in Epcot. So they released, I thought, Craft Drafts. Like, oh, they're going to have like... Craft hmm. Drafts. Yes. Craft. <laughs> What's the maybe, definition maybe of a craft? Maybe 10 or so on drafts. So we go oh, to no. the menu and we go to... What they have available. Oh, no. Yingling. Beer. First one listed. Angry Orchard. Crisp oh, apple. Hard cider. <laughs> no, that's not. They, who are they? Own? Are they're, they were uh, independent, but they were bought out by like an Anheuser-Busch or something. I'm almost right. positive they're Anheuser-Busch. I'm not sure. Okay, so the one that is like slightly, um, it's a Bell's Oberon yeah. American yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheat Ale. Yeah. I, I'm not that familiar with that one, so... I'll that's give a good that one, one a little that's bit a, of a that's pass. That's a good one. Then secondly, or the third one is Cigar City Highlight IPA. That's everywhere. Pro- like oh, any yeah. resort bar has this. And then finally, Sam Adams Boston Lager. <laughs> that is the three beers. or four, Well, three four. beers and yeah. one cider well. that they're going to have at, at this location. So disappointing. Why even put craft drafts in the, in the name? That's a real bummer. I I mean, (laughs) drink some lager. Yeah. By the way, Scott just showed me Angry Orchards, owned by Boston Beer Company, who is the second largest um, um, beer creator in the United States, behind Anheuser Busch, and that's (laughs) so they do Sam uh, Sam Adams, and they have all the twisted teas and all that stuff. So, yeah, not not craft. (laughs) What we would refer to as craft. Yes. Wow. That's insane. That's a bummer. It is. Hopefully it'll change. I mean, these are taps, right? I would assume. It doesn't say. uh, It just says beer. Maybe they just have the availability. Oh, I'm sorry. So the Angry Orchard is a 16-ounce can. Oh, jeez. And the other three are drafts. 16-ounce drafts. Well, I mean, we can pray for a change in the 
Tops. I mean, the kegs aren't going to be like melded into place. I'm sure that they have some, you know, some. some and right, and you do have you block, do have uh, um, Bach and Hans, yeah, which is a plus plus. I yeah. love yeah. Bach and Hans. That is like a like a dark horse for one of my favorite spots in Epcot. I get all those confused. I get every single one, which is the one <laughs> that usually has mm hops. That's um, fife and fife and drum. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Yes. Because yeah. that's on the other mm-hmm. side. That's like in the middle. And then oh, okay. Bach that's and Hans a... is the one over the side with near like the funnel cake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm f- okay. I'm familiar with yeah. that. That's the one. But Block and Hans has the specific craft beer like rotating draft. Yes. Like they okay. they implemented the draft system last year. To, yeah. To have more. Which is draft. nice because you actually get to try some things that you may not have had before. Right. Right. And like it's different every time we go now. Like I'm not going there. Mm. Can you imagine what that would do for like small? Brewers in Florida, if they had a place that had like thirty six different taps, and they would just let like, just bring in yeah. stuff from well, the, local yeah, brewers, and they, could use uh, it and they could bring in like scratch, uh, like uh, scratch brews and stuff would, that they're trying do. out. Yes. It'd be yep. so cool. The um, the new place at Disney Springs. Oh, Black Tap, or mm-hmm. no, no, not Black Tap. It's something City City Poor Works, City Works. Yeah, City, city Works. Works. City Works. Yeah. City Works. Poor city guys. House. Yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to have a bunch mm-hmm. of. I think forty or so. See, that's more like it. Yeah. You know. You know where else? And I mean, I know this is a little off subject, but where I is totally somewhere we'd like never go. But I gotta give them the A plus plus on the the beers on tap. Polite pig. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like yeah. an understated. Like they have. They make. Um, Oh, there's a beer there that is so delicious. It's so good. I remember so, having one there just walking around. I think it's called around. the Golden Palm People Ale. People were in a. Unique Amor- glow, oh, and then yeah. like Amorized. I just I'm like I'm gonna go get a beer because <laughs> oh, so I just good. remember it always being hot when I'm getting beer at Polite Pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And they have that outdoor bar. I feel like I want to spend some time there. I've only ever yeah, I've never been it. inside. A, I've, I've never only ever there. gotten something at that outdoor bar. I don't oh, know anything else a, about the location. I think we should, should do, do this yeah, year. Polite yeah. Pig dining review. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. we. On two things that really we didn't need as much unpacking as we gave you. Well, that's, that's what you get with us. That's why you come here. That's why you get that's for our our righteous fury about yep. different things Disney. You trying to get bogged down in the minutia? <laughs> Hop on in. <laughs> All right. So our main topic this week is, as I said before, a bracket. A bracket. I can't believe we've never done before because it is a good one. Um, and good. we talk about these a lot in in our different. Uh, vehicles of podcasting. I mean, these things have come up before. Um, so we're doing a bracket of the best Disney park music. So, the, you know, we're taking out movies that are maybe exclusively only seen in the animated features or the Pixar, but you have to be able to find these songs in the park somewhere. So as we go through them, obviously we'll we'll make a note. But this we can't play the clips from the song, so we're assuming yeah. you're a big Disney fan and that you can follow along with us. And if not, I mean we'll 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 make explain this, them. We'll, you should make we'll this. We'll explain. Should make this bracket the blank bracket available for people, and then if you want, then you can look it up because a lot of these, if not most of them, are available. Availables are available on streaming platforms. We use Spotify. But. In fact. Um, Scott and I made this playlist on Spotify and oh, you should you share can, it. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and we will share it with you at the end so that you can listen to all these songs. I think there are only six that aren't available on Spotify. So 
six out of thirty two. It is a good playlist. Yeah, it's a yeah, great playlist. This will playlist. get you through your work day or yes. your drive if you're not listening to this podcast. Yes, that's right. Okay, so um, all right, so let's uh, get it started. So our first matchup here is Grim Grinning Ghosts, which is obviously the song from the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yep. And then we have it against the Party Up song from the Move It, Dance It, Shake It. Move current. It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It. Have some respect. Yes. That's not... Yes. Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It. That's not what that's from. That's from the Move It, Shake It, Dance It parade, not the current one, which is the Mouse Could Dance It parade. Holy God. <laughs> it's so, a different parade. Wait, so this yeah. is the legacy. Yeah, this is the older version. This is... The I, ledger is the 32 seed. Yeah, it's the 32nd seed. Um, so, you want to go around the Do team? we even want to go around? Did anyone pick ma- the party up? <laughs> no. Did any- well, I didn't really feel like Disney. turning in my, my Disney card by taking so Google. Did anyone have the balls here? To- I picked Triple G. Triple G? Yeah, okay. Me too. Triple okay. G all, yes. all around. Okay, right. so Grim Grinning Ghost wins it for that round. Um, <laughs> our... Which one of you is insane enough? <laughs> it would be me, but no. <laughs> this is a g- And then the second one is actually like a legitimate is, matchup. Yeah. yeah, this is a pretty good matchup. <laughs> and this similar. Is our, our 16th seed versus our 17th seed. And we've got the theme from the Tiki Room. And then we have one little spark from Imagination. Um, Two... Sherman Brothers classics. Two Sherman Brothers classics for made specifically for Disney parks. Yep. Which some of some of the best music. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we want to go around and say, Matt, do you want to give a little, give us what you went for and and why? Yeah, when it comes to original, when here was my thinking on original songs that were written specifically for the attraction, similar to Grim Grinning Ghosts. I kind of rank it on how how much it adds or like how little you can separate the song from the attraction and with both of these like you can't really like the tiki room song is so synonymous with your uh it it is the attraction uh one little spark while it does appear throughout the whole thing and it's an earworm i don't think (laughs) it's as necessary and as like just impactful and i think tiki room's a better song Okay, I so voted Matt, for Tiki you Room. went for Tiki Room. Okay. As we go through these, I went with the ones that I just enjoy more. <laughs> so okay. I also said Tiki Room. I thought okay. I enjoyed that song. The deciding factor was that Figment ruins. When I actually like <laughs> One Little Spark. I just hate Figment um, oh, and that no. voice. Yes, I'm it's not kind a of strong. I'm not word. a hit figment. I'm not a figment. Not a fan. Not a fan. No. A fan of the fig. So uh, that was the deciding factor. So Tiki Room. Uh, mine was more sentimental reasons. I chose Tiki because it's my dad's like Aww. all-time favorite song. I just remember him always singing it, and we literally went in the attraction like three times in a row, <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing because he's like, yeah. So I mean, I just mine was more sentimental. Well, guys, my vote doesn't matter. What was your? Did you say one little spark? Sure did. Wow. One little spark is the theme of Epcot and Epcot is my favorite Disney World park and I think it embodies the spirit of Epcot and it is one little spark of inspiration and it's very like it's at the heart of all creation it's at the heart (laughs) of all creation and it's I think it's a really great message and resonates throughout Epcot but does it have the line 
we might end up on a lady's hat. No. <laughs> it does and not. And it was not covered by Hillary Duff also. So oh, uh, the I Duff can, sisters. The Duff sisters. Hillary and Haley. Obviously. <laughs> All right. So Tiki Room gets that one. All right. So next up, we have um, a, an interesting match with number nine, which is the Boo to You Parade. Um, versus 24 Seed, which is the Radiator Springs Racers soundtrack. Oh, man. I, I've, it's, it's you, Scott, but I have so much I want to say about <laughs> one of these. But go ahead. Um, this is pretty easy. Boo to you is the only reason we pay $75 or $80 to go to the Halloween <laughs> so party. Um, so boo to you has it for me. As much as I do enjoy Radiator Springs Racers and think, think that it's a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, agreed. Boo to you. Boo to you. Boo to you. What do you have to say, Matt? I also went with boo to you, but I want to give some credit to Radiator Springs Racers because I think that um, it is a really good score. And there is... I still get um, like goosebumps every time the beginning of that ride, you hear that like, ding, 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 ding. And you round the corner and you see oh. the... Yeah, you, you have this like, in, like incredible crescendo... And you view the facade of the uh, mountainside and you see that waterfall. Mm -hmm. And it's just so majestic. And, like, I I never obviously get that feeling on Boo to You, but Boo to You is just. <laughs> well, that's because it rocks too hard because it's good to be bad. <laughs> oh my God, it is good to be bad. You're not racing yet. <laughs> You're yeah. not racing yet. Yeah, so Boo to You is. It, I mean, Radiator Springs was clearly outmatched, but but give it its due. There's yeah, a reason yeah. it's on the list to begin with. Yeah, Radiator Springs. Great, great soundtrack there. Sad to see it go in the first round. All right, so now we have our, um, our eighth seed versus our 25th seed. Our eighth seed is the soundtrack to Wishes, which is a classic nighttime spectacular from the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. Oh, see, I was confused. Is this the whole thing, or is it just the ending song that plays at the end? Well, I mean, there's a little bit of uh, interpretation here, because you will hear, I mean, not giving anything away, Splash Mountain's here later. I mean, Zippity Doodah is certainly, like, the most important, like, most popular part of the Splash Mountain medley, but I mean, starlight, star bright, I don't know, whatever, however you chose to rank them, I guess. Oh god, the opening to, oh man, the opening to Wishes is, is so good. I know you guys hate freaking little kids singing, as we <laughs> talked about in Epcot Forever. <laughs> Savages. I was and, say then, that. and then we have uh, Wishes against our 25th seed, which is the song from Navi River Journey, which you would hear on the entire ride building up to <clears throat> the end where you see a screen with a, an audio animatronic. Oh, it's it. real now. Oh, it's real now. It's good now. It's good um, now. That song sounds so similar to that Michael Jackson song from the Free Willy soundtrack. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Do Hold a cross comparison. Like the River Jordan. Anyway. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. It's the same song. All right, so Rob, you want to swear us off? <laughs> sure, this was Easy Wishes. All right. Holly, what do you have to say? Wishes. Dream of dream. I also went with Wishes. It's one of my fave songs Soon to sing. I'm free. Yeah. yeah, I went with Wishes. Right. I went with Navi. It I doesn't knew. matter. 
That's all right. No, it's <clears throat> again. There's a reason for most. I will of say these, this: there's a reason it's on the list. The song is the one redeeming quality of the Navi River Journey. I mean, that's it's true. it's yeah. interesting, but like that's the only thing that would make me want to get on that ride in the first place. Oh, yeah. really? Not the animatronic? That's nope. Pretty impressive. Don't really care about that. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't do anything for you. Six million dollars didn't matter. <laughs> I think it's. I think that's probably uh, like on the low end. Oh, I'm like sure all the R and D cost of that. <laughs> All Just right. to not impress they, me. They love to hear that. All right, so um, this matchup, we have our fourth seed versus our 29th seed. Our fourth seed is the second national anthem, America's <laughs> Frederick Golden Wings, Golden Dream from the American Adventure. Catherine and I always joke about how, like, if you, like, were really, really unfamiliar with America and you were visiting Walt Disney World, like, you, and this is, like, you went in here, you might think this is the national anthem. Like, it's... Like it's, you, it's very powerful. You could be tricked. Hot okay. take. Better piece of music than... Oh! oh. Uh-oh, I, see, I see Joe walking over. Yeah, he's got a baseball bat. Get out of here. And an apple pie. Rob throwing the gauntlet down on the star-spangled yawner. Says he wants golden dreams. All right, and our 29th seed is, um, it has a distinction on this list. It's the only resort song on this list. Really? It's also one of few that isn't a Disney original. Yes. It's, it's an interp... It's an... In- uh, it's a cover version that is featured on on property. Yes, and that would be from Trader Sam's at the Polynesian Village Resort. Uh, the song "Tiny Bubbles." Do you know if that's like the Don Ho version or who's singing that? Well, on our playlist, it? we did like uh, just like the. Uh, isn't it an instrumental? The one that we have, but it's uh, Don Ho's the famous "Tiny Bubbler." But <laughs> Tiny Bubbler, <laughs> as he was known. Ye old tiny bubbler. Um, All right, Holly, we're starting with you. What do you got here? Golden Dream. Golden Dream. As do I. Golden Dream gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Sign sign me up for your petition, Rob. Golden Dream. God, when you hear Neil Armstrong saying Uh, that they're landing on the moon, uh, oh man, I've never been more American in my life. (laughs) I was following, I was like, he sings part of it? (laughs) Kind of. It's a spoken word version. Rob? Speaking of Joe. Oh, boy, he's coming over. He's coming over. Those aren't groceries. Those are filled with weapons for Rob. (laughs) Yeah, Golden Dream. All right. All right, a sweep on Golden Dreams. All right, so our next song is another real deep cut. We've got a 13th seed. Both of them. Both Both of them are deep cuts. Deep, deep deep cuts from drinking locations. The first is a song called Afro Science. Is that the name of the song? That is yes, the, name of the, the song. same name of the song is Afro Science, and it's one of the main themes you'll hear inside the Nomad Lounge. It is very worldly. If you like Paul uh, Paul Simon's Graceland, you probably would like. <laughs> I believe this song. that Matt described it as straight out of a fish concert. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And then versus the song Bright Suns, which you may not be familiar with if you have not been to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yet, but it's one of the songs that plays over and over and over in Oga's Cantina. It's not like, well, I mean, they're, it's not like they play it on a loop, like, but there's like 20 songs that Rex is spinning, DJ yes. Rex, and it's one of the songs featured. Yes. So these are the, do you want to give us like a, a, like uh, your version of Bright Suns? I'd rather not. Mm-bigga, mm-bigga, mm-bigga. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> All 
Um, all right, so uh, I'm starting this one. Wait, I thought, yeah. yeah. Holly, sorry, yep, yep. Golden Dreams. Um, I am going to go for the upset here. Bright Suns is a <laughs> banger. I think I've played it more than any other song on my Spotify mm-hmm. this year so far. It I discovered Rex's Cantina playlist, and it is amazing. So I'm going Bright Suns. Both of these are songs that I had to... Uh, like I, I was sort of familiar with Afro Science, uh, and Catherine and Scott were both championing <laughs> Bright Suns, and I was like, what is Bright Suns? And I listened to it, and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, this, this is a bop. It is a banger. Like, it is just... I can't even describe it. It's like, it, there's, like, elements of house music, but also, like, elements of world music, and it's, like, really kind of goofy and strange, but it just go, yeah, it goes it hard. Techno-clubby, techno, yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, yeah it goes hard. It's on Bright Suns. I, I love both of these songs, and they are on my trying-to-get-through-the-day playlist at work. You have um, a playlist called Trying to Get Through the Day? <laughs> It's not titled that, but that's essentially what it is. (laughs) When you're just trying to get work done, you know, you need some things to to bring up your spirit. I think you should change the name of it. Maybe I will. It's so depressing. Yeah. It makes it sound like it's a lot worse than it is. But no, Bright Suns is a fantastic song. You really should listen to both of these, though, on the playlist if you haven't heard them before, because they're excellent. Rob, what do you got? I'm sorry, I picked picked Bright Suns. Oh, okay. God damn it. Um, uh, uh, sorry. Afro uh, science is it. It would probably win my entire bracket. I think it would. We said that. It, we, we said that. This that is that Ralph's favorite song. That's how I identified yeah, it. Yeah, it, yeah, I love. And it explained like if if you knew my musical taste, it, it would. It, it explains it, everything. It answers every question you yeah. might have. <laughs> yep. Love this song. Yep. So. Does it sound like does it sound like the soundtrack to like eight of Rob's college friends in a hacky sack circle? <laughs> yeah, I like world music. I that's I don't know. That's it. Also sounds a little bit like Dave Matthews. Yeah, jamming, I was so. saying that the yeah. other day. Hollywood, you? Go I with? went with Afro Science. Okay. Close one. Yeah, that was a close one. Three to two there. Right. So I hated is, that these is, two were up against each other because I. Yeah, there's another one that was really close. There's two others that are really close, but. Um, let's let's keep it going. Let's yep. see where we go. All right. So this time we have the 12th seed versus the 21st. Our 12th seed is Married Life, which you probably most recognize as the theme from Up, which you hear on Main Street USA quite often. <laughs> By Michael Giacchino. That's correct. Matt, you're up. You're uh, up. Oh, I didn't explain the other nice. one. Um, which is Disneyland Forever, um, which is a nighttime spectacular at Disneyland. It will carry you away, carry you away. Yeah. Um, the thing is, in this one, I'm like, okay, I love Disneyland Forever, the show. But, like, the the actual, like, and I like the songs that they feature because they also through throughout they show different vignettes of movies like they go through like the Jungle Book and parts of um, uh, the Lion King and of course they're playing songs from that so it's almost cheating because it's like a mashup of like all these songs but like the original work that's done for this is like cheap pop trite garbage <laughs> um, that you would hear a la party up move it mouse could dance it whatever. And um, 
Meanwhile, Married Life, I think, is such an amazing song. And I think it, it it's really interesting to hear it in Main Street in Disneyland because before they did that, I loved this song and I love the movie Up. And I think it's just a very emotional and, like, uh, you know, just a, a very powerful song. And I like the version that they play here. So I'm going with Married Life and I know I'm going to get beat because all y'all... Go ahead. I, I picked uh, Married Life from Up. Oh, snap. I think it's I, I, it's synonymous with Main Street USA for me now, almost more than any other song that they play there. And I don't, I don't love Up. I think this song is great be, in spite of that. All right. Rob? I also went with Married Life. Holy jeez, I did not think that you Yeah, guys... uh, it was a similar, a similar mindset to what you're... Like, you sent the... 12 minute version of Disney and I'm like where's the song here and I was like you know what I mean I kept like it's all these little pieces which right. is good but it's like it's not synonymous with like wishes like where you hear wishes and you, you could go to the song like Disneyland maybe I'm just not as familiar with it either that could be part of it but the song from Wish, like the original song from Wishes is, is actually a good song whereas the one in but like you, well, when you say wishes, like you could just you just wishes. wishes. But like Disneyland Forever, I don't know. Is there like words that do yes. they see? Go they, on and live the magic. Yeah, <laughs> but like I wouldn't Turn know that. Like you lied, you got to live the magic. So married life. <laughs> what did you say, Hall? Disneyland Forever. I I was so back and forth on this one, um, and it doesn't matter. I guess I'm not. I'm not answering that one. That Whoa! Was, yeah, it was too hard. I had them both written down, and after Matt insulted <laughs> Disneyland Forever, I spitefully went back to it because I was like, "F you! If I'm the last person, I'm dethroning up." Because I'm sorry, <laughs> Walt talks at the end of Disneyland Forever. Is Walt in up? No, he's not. He, it's Walt walking through the orange groves, and it says, "Go on and live the magic." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say Disneyland Forever. <laughs> Disneyland Forever. <laughs> Well, three to two. Uh, <laughs> hey, this song sucks. Let's stick let's stick Walt Disney quotes in there to make people like it. It doesn't suck. You're saying that it doesn't because, suck. It's like, just not it's, that good. It it definitely is. I you you were saying your your whole uh, like reasoning for picking up is the same reason that I'm picking Disneyland Forever. Yeah, I have cried at the end of Disneyland Forever. I've never cried listening to the song Married Life. I, 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 it evokes a, I think the Disneyland Forever evokes a better I don't know emotion. when the wife dies mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. yeah spoilers <laughs> 15 year old spoilers <laughs> is that long hey, it's been a while okay next All one alright so we have our next matchup which is Fantasmic versus uh, our 28th seed of the Big Blue World from the Seas with Nemo and Friends ride most uh, notably, and also it is it is also in Finding Nemo the Musical, so you can find this in two places, at least in Disney World. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Scott, you've got the Fantasmic Suite or Big Blue World. Okay, so normally with with a number of these other picks, I kind of held it against them when they had a bunch of a medley of songs, but I think it works so well in Fantasmic, and there's so many great songs that they use in that that I I chose Fantasmic over Big Blue World. Okay. Yeah, um, similar. I just like Fantasmic. Oh, right. That's what I think of. Yeah, I guess if you just center in on that one alone, that's really good. 
Yeah. I love that beat and the beat. Yeah, so <laughs> I love that beat. Sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, Holly, what'd you go with? Fantasmic. Yeah, it's a classic. I also went with Fantasmic. Uh, I went with Fantasmic, but there's also a part in Fantas. They they do do a, a suite of notable songs, but they put like like neat interpolations of those songs. The best being the sick guitar solo that they <laughs> flip on a uh, El- Pink Elephants on Parade, which is so nasty. It's like twelve or thirteen minutes in, and it's it's rocking. Yeah, it's that's yep. that's rocking. Good one. Good one. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to our second seed versus our 31st, and the second seed is Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and the 31st seed is the theme from the Grand Fiesta Tour, um, The Three Caballeros, which is from the movie The Three Caballeros, but they use it in, uh, in the ride in the Mexican Pavilion in Epcot, so... Rob, you're up. Yeah, uh, easy. Yo-ho, yo-ho. All right. Holly, what do you say? This one was a really hard one for me. Really? Yeah, it was, because I, I like both of them. I agree, too. Um, but I went with Pirate's Life. Okay. All right, and I am also saying yo-ho, yo-ho. That is just, like, such a classic Disney park song. Yeah, I same. Yo-ho. I have only personally sung one of these in the park, and that is... Three Caballeros, which Matt and I sang when we were hammered drunk in La, La Cava de Tequila. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I sing that. I sing that more often. Quite yeah. frankly, I was thinking about that. That I was like, if I'm like, what's the real earworm here? And I'm like, I find myself going singing Three Caballeros more. But Yoho's for me a better. I, I song. picked Three Caballeros, but I understand that I lost here. That's fine. That's, fine. <laughs> that's good. Good. All right. So now um, we have some our 15th seed versus the 18th seed. So we have the the. Canada walkthrough music in Epcot. Um, does anybody have that off the top of their heads? It just be like the thing? No. <laughs> um, I had it yesterday, but I'm trying to think of it now. It's like. Um, anyway, <laughs> versus Small World, which is our 18th seat. Um, so, uh, Holly. I went with Small World. Okay. I also went for Small World, and it was sheerly on global impact and not what I like more because I actually like the Canada walkthrough music more, but I had to give it to Small World. Yeah. Global impact, simplicity, the story behind it. Uh, and, you know, there's a reason why, I mean, you know, call it as annoying as, as you know, and it is a little annoying, but there's a reason why it's so impactful and why it's such an earworm. It's a classic, too. Yeah. Scott? Yeah, I think the Canada walkthrough music, it, it's meant to be background music. It is... You know, it makes you think of that, but I think Small World is is the pick here for me just because it's so unique and it's so identifiable as park music. Rob? Yeah, uh, small. It, as much as I love all of the music around World Showcase, mm-hmm. um, you have to go. I had to go at Small World. Yeah. All right, so now we have our 10th seed versus our 23rd, um, and our 10th seed is the song from the Paint the Night Parade, now defunct Paint the Night Parade, um, and our 23rd seed is the Country Bear Jamboree. Who's that? Uh, I am. I am Oof. easily picking Paint the Night. I think Paint the Night is such 
a great soundtrack. I think it's the best parade soundtrack I've ever heard. It makes everyone so happy, so hype. There's like trap music in it. Is that it. one Can I See You Again? Yeah, when and it starts it again. starts with the oh. Main Street Electrical Parade, so you get the nod to the old school Disneyland stuff. Yeah, I just, I love Faint the Night. I love it. So, that got, I realize that might not be the most popular choice, but I'm going for me. Snap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. Because one thing the Country Bears got is real country rhythm. I'm going with the Country Bears. I think it's a travesty that the Paint the Night Parade is not being driven somewhere right now. Because that parade is off the hook. Yes, it is. I picked Paint the Night. Yeah, this this was one of the, like, if Country Bears is, like, up against a bunch of other ones, Country Bears probably wins. But against Paint the Night, Paint the Night wins. Um... It's so, it's, it's such a, like, I was listening to it last night and like, it has such good beats where like, they could sync the lights and stuff with Mm -hmm. like, how Paint the Night is so bright and colorful like it's just the perfect song rob's our resident beat beats man beats by rob <laughs> what'd you go for holly i went with paint the night just because it's just so upbeat cheerful makes you happy and yeah i just remember the first time i saw that and i had that song in my head for like a week after and yeah. i, I yeah. that song still like if i were to go in my car and the paint the night soundtrack would be on or country bears I would be a hundred times happier with a paint that night song. Mm-hmm. Like, Country Bears wouldn't do it for me. <laughs> nah. All right. Mama don't whoop little It's got Buford. good feels to it. <laughs> All right. So, paint the night wins that round. All right. So, next up, we have another nighttime spectacular versus another parade, or our seventh seed, which is the song from Illuminations, which I believe is called We Go On. And then we have uh, our 26th seed, which is the festival fantasy which has a very distinct soundtrack yeah who's up me you're up uh, my friend yes you are um i mean this is this is bringing a knife to a gunfight as far as i'm <laughs> concerned because i mean illuminations is the pick here it's the pick i think earlier Catherine said that um the one little spark song is the theme of epcot this to me is the theme of Epcot. Booyah. In my heart. Illuminations. Uh, Illuminations. Although I'm not a fan of really either of them. But. Mm, so. Okay. I went with Illuminations. As did I. Got the sweep. Oof. KK. All right. So next up, we have our third seed, which is the theme from Soren. And then we have it against our 30th seed, which is the song Go With The Flow from Finding Nemo the Musical and Animal Kingdom, which is a jam if you haven't heard it. Such a jam. All right. So, Scott, you are up for this. Soarin' to Tower. Soarin' to Tower. (laughs) I got to take Soarin'. Soarin' is... if, if, If Illuminations for me is the number one Epcot song, this is the number two. Yeah, this is easy. Soarin'. Soarin'. Soren. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love "Go with the Flow," it really is. That really is such a good song. And, and you know, we've shown two uh, songs from the Nemo musical that have gotten beaten, but that's a really good show. And if yeah, you haven't seen it, it you is. need to go see that. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like a lot of people view that as kind of an afterthought. They're like it's it the like the theatrical value and the songs in there. Did the um, 
what are the the songwriting duo from Frozen? What are, oh, uh, uh, the Lopez Anderson Lopez did, and Lopez. Yeah, did they? Yeah, have? they they did the the. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez, <laughs> and, Robin. and Robin Lopez. And he, he's just using the buzzy animatronic as a puppet. Yeah, no. So yeah, the the songwriting duo behind Frozen and other things did this. So the music's great, but yeah, I mean it's it's Soren. It's it's tough. Yeah. That's and just orchestral genius. Like you can't separate the song. Yeah, it's so good. All right, so uh, now we have our fourteenth seed, which is the Epcot entrance theme. Rob, you want to give us a little... No, so... What you sent was the Innovation song. There is a separate Epcot entrance, like, minute mm-hmm. 27 clip. That's the one that's like... Um, I'm going to screw it Here up. Here we that, go. Let's that, go. That, that Let's one go. goes... Um, the, the, the shorter one is like... I can't do it. I can't, I can't, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's, it's different. It okay. is a, like the, the loop... What you sent was the the like eighteen minute interventions where you would be ha- you would have to be past Spaceship Earth going into like Future World, mm-hmm. and then there's a separate one. There's okay. a song so, that's like that I think of you when I hear it. That's in the loop, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, That's what I was. Even though this said Epcot entrance, I was thinking that song. Yeah, correct. So, so we should edit Epcot entrance to be just Epcot. It's, a, it's intervention loop. Really is okay. what it is. Okay. So, Interventions. All right. So, uh, we have the Interventions loop. So, Rob, what's it going to be? Oh, I'm sorry. And then number 19, our 19th seed, is another parade, a daytime parade song, which is not around anymore. Vamos. What parade was that? Vamos. It was from the movie Shake It Dance. Yeah, it's a different song. And not Mouse. Could dance it. Okay, just the regular. So much hate for Mouse Could Dance. All right. Rob's up. Yes, so this one's easy. This one I am jammed to like on a Saturday morning when I want to be at a Disney park and I'm not. It is Innovations. Okay. I went with um, Innovations because that's Epcot. Or, wait, Inno- it? Innovations. I know. I always that's always like always. we're living with Rob, do you? I know. <laughs> No, like when you hear it, like that is Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. That is true Epcot right there. Guys, no joke. I had Vamos, but then I was just convinced otherwise. So we're we're back with Epcot. Wow. Yeah. I think Vamos is one of the most annoying <laughs> songs that they've ever created. It is just so just obnoxious and repetitive and the so yeah, I went with Epcot. <laughs> I think I remember one episode when we were talking about things to fight a hangover in Disney, and I was talking about walking down Main Street yeah. and Vamos is playing, and you're just like, you're just ready to die, and they're going down the street going, Vamos, Vamos, and that is what I think about when I think that song. So, yeah. Interventions Loop, right. for me. All right, a so nightmare hellscape. Yep. Epcot takes that round. They're like, go die. <laughs> Vamos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. where you're going. <laughs> so our number eleven seed here is mm, this uh, is, tough. is the Cantina song from August Cantina. And it's actually an amped up version of the original Star Wars. Well, there's actually in August Cantina there's two versions. The one that you have is the what is the song called? It's like my Oh, it's um 
It is Mad About Mad About Me. So the original song, as as <laughs> played by Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes, as you would note in A New Hope, the first Star Wars film, the song is called Mad About Me. Now this version, which is a remixed version by Rex, the DJ, is called Mad About Mad About Me. And it's like, a, like Scott says, there's like elements of dubstep and stuff in it. But there's also, which isn't in the list, a second song done by just figuring down the modal nodes that's like an interpretation of the original that's like jazzy and slightly different. We're talking about the techno version. We're talking about the techno cantina song that is played in Oka's Cantina. And then it is against our 22 22nd, 22th, our 22th scene, um, which is Zippity Doodah, also known as the Splash Mountain theme. Uh, well, are, are we? Are we just? Because you wrote zippity doo. It doesn't really matter because it's however you interpret it. If you like right. zippity doo, I mean, like if you really think about it, it's one continuous song that with like. Yeah. Um, so, uh, who's up on this one, Holly? You're yeah, up. Yeah, this one was a really tough one for me. Because mm-hmm. um, zippity doo, I mean, that is that's a classic. Mm-hmm. But I went with. Cantina, the cantina, because it's just a little bit more, I don't know, upbeat, and I don't know. It's fun. It's Yeah, it, it has a fun, fun little beat <clears throat> to it. That reminds me of, like, being in Hollywood Studios with the WDW Happy Hour people and just, like, breaking into this song, like, every three seconds. Like, that <laughs> that just, like, I feel like we did that one trip a lot. Um... I also went with the Cantina song, and it might be I just listened to a podcast all about uh, Song of the South and its like issues, and there's a great episode all about Splash Mountain, so um, I have some uh, moral issues with the song Zippity Doo but that's fine. Matt, what did you pick? <laughs> I know, it is tough because... <laughs> Matt's like, oh, I picked it because of that. Yeah, no, I certainly <laughs> did not. Um, yeah, there are some definite... Um, Definite problematic uh, issues with the entirety of Song of the South, including the music. But I just went with it. I tried to separate the art from the artist as best I could here. And I went with the Splash Mountain suite because I just think that it's, um, th- there's a lot to it other than just zippity doodah. Like, I always think about the, like, one of these days that Brer Rabbit is gonna come home. And then just, like, the whole, like, I don't know, it's just, I just like it better. I don't know. It's just purely subjective, and I like it. Oh, right. Don't get me wrong. I like the Cantina song. I'm not judging you. I'm... I am. Okay, Scott, what'd you say? <laughs> I said the Cantina song. I, I was literally furious when I had to wait, like, 40 minutes for this to play in the <laughs> Cantina, and it did eventually. <laughs> this was a tough one. The next one was tough, too, for me, so this was this part of the bracket. Um but ultimately, it came down to the Cantina song. All okay. right, so Cantina gets it on that one. Um, and here is our last matchup for the first round. Uh, we've got our sixth seed, A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow from the Carousel of Progress versus number 27, Ladies and Gentlemen, Boys and Girls. Uh, it is the Main Street Electrical Parade, which is called Baroque Hoedown. Um, all right, so... Throw it to yourself. I'm, I'm throwing it to myself. <laughs> this, this, to me, was a knife to a gunfight. There's no way Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow could lose 
to the mainstream electrical 80s throw up BS. So sorry, <laughs> nope. Gotta go with the Carousel of Progress, which is the longest running stage show of all time. And it's a classic for a reason. And the song has been pervasive since Walt's been around. I didn't know that you disliked the Main Street Electrical Parade music so much. Um, I actually took um, offense with how low Main Street Electrical Parade was seated in this because I thought that this, that... Um, in other matchups, other than this, where I agree, it is it is you know completely uh, outmatched by Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, which is my pick. But I think Main Street Electrical Parade is a is a jam, and it, I'm upset that it has to go out in the first round because I'm picking Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, and I know it's I know it's outmatched. Yeah. It is. Yeah. What'd you say, Scott? I said Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. There it is. And Rob, what'd you say? Yeah, I did say Great Big, but again, I. One mass said all that. But all right, Holly. <laughs> great big beautiful tomorrow. Okay, so with the sweep, great big beautiful tomorrow. All right, so we're gonna take a brief pause here just to uh, <coughs> tally up our uh, brackets, and we will be right back. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're here to shave our uh, sweet sixteen down to an elite eight, as Matt said offline. Um, so our first matchup, we've got Grim Grinning Ghosts versus the Tiki 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 Room. And Matt, you're up. Yeah, there's a reason that Grim Grinning Ghosts is uh, the number one seed. Um, we'll see how it fares down the line when we start getting to the nitty gritty. But Grim Grinning Ghosts is that's that's the jam. Okay, Scott, what do you have to say? I said tiki room. Oh. I, uh, mm. Given the choice, I would get. I would walk into the tiki room rather than. Uh, you haunted. could call. You could call this the uh, Magic Kingdom bracket. Yeah, it, really. Because the four remaining are Magic Kingdom songs. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Uh, but this one is pretty easy. Grim grinning ghosts. Okay. All right. I'm up. Yeah, yeah. Triple yep. G. Triple <laughs> G. We got it again, and my vote doesn't matter, although I did say Grim Grain Ghosts as well. Okay. I was worried for a second when Scott said Tiki Room, and I was like, oh, geez, maybe it's not the, you know. All right, so to continue on with the Magic Kingdom bracket, we've got uh, two nighttime spectaculars, I guess, sort of, um, events, I should say. The first being the ninth seed Boo to You Parade and the eighth seed, which is Wishes. Scott. All right, so yeah, Scott, I guess this you're is up. to me. I have actually made an attempt to listen to the Boo to You Parade at home. I've never made an attempt to listen to Wishes at home. I'm going Boo to You. Okay. Um, it's super, super tough. I left this to last to pick. Um, so it, it's like a. Razor's Edge <laughs> to boot to you. Okay. So we're gonna wow. Boot to you and you. Happy Halloween. Boot to you. I also picked boot to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I love this song. Again, I I, listen, I like to listen to this in the middle of winter. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Triple G and boot to you are really... <laughs> oh, yeah. The, <laughs> spooky bracket. It's true. This is... <laughs> Um, no, I, I mean, say. it doesn't matter, but I'm going, well, this is the first sweep, or first sweep this uh, uh, round, and with good, you know, for good reason. Boo to you. I mean, come on. That scene where the band shows up, and they're just <laughs> rocking out. It's good to be bad. It's good to and, be bad. And also, um, 
minor shout out to the 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 scene in Booty You that's just dedicated to Autumn. That's just like on our eye. What you call it? Our Keys to the Kingdom tour. Mm-hmm. We saw them rehearsing this very mm-hmm. scene the backstage. Scene. The autumn yes. scene, yes, oh, yeah. the hoedown. And it's like it was. Um, who's the chicken? Or like Clarabelle it, Cluck? Yeah, Cl- yeah. Uh, Miss is it Mrs. Cluck? It's someone. No, it's Clarabelle Cow and and what's the Cluck? Hey, uh, something Lena. Like it's so what's Cl- oh, Cluck? Was it? What's Mrs. Doubtfire's name? Uh, Ephigenia. Ephigenia. It's similar. <laughs> it's not. Clock. Ephigenia Clock. But you, you think it like it would be like some female, and it was like this little like hundred forty pound or hundred twenty pound like little guy like the in dude. the yeah because they they only have the head on and like they're exposed so when they're rehearsed because oh, it was God. like ninety five degrees yeah. you know Ephigenia Clock's a boy. And it's funny like he's doing like this. Like, all yeah. these emotions and stuff. It was really funny. All right. Boy, that's a yeah. that's, that's a, a vision. Oh, a vision indeed. Yeesh. So um, now we have our fourth seed, Golden Dreams, versus our twentieth seed, Bright Suns. Rob, up to you. I'm gonna spread my golden wings and go Golden Dream. All right, Holly. I went Golden Dream. Uh, as did I. A second national anthem deserves its due. <laughs> I knew that Golden Dream would get picked, so I just went with the upset here because I just love it so much. It's such a bop, man. I can't dance to Golden Dreams, but I can dance and half to Bright Suns. So, you know, sorry. Sorry to see it go. It was hard for me to pick against Bright Suns, but I did pick Golden Dream. Okay. Golden Dream takes it. Next, we've got our 12th seed, which is the theme from Up, Married Life, versus the uh, soundtrack to Fantasmic. Holly, up to you. Well, to me, Married Life is a little overrated. I went with Fantasmic. As did I. Fantasmic is, I think, my favorite nighttime show. Iconic. Uh, it is iconic. It is iconic. It, you just think of Mickey waving his hands when you hear that. Sorcerer Mickey. I'm on Married Life because I think it's underrated. And I know it's beat, though. Which is unfortunate. I went with Married Life as well. Oh, jeez. Coming down to the rock. And you know what? It's not even close. To be honest with you, before this one gets beat by Rob... I was thinking back to when we did our Disney uh, smells bracket, and I remember Joe's problem was us not picking the Main Street smell because, like, how could you pick water over the Main Street smell? And to me, this is like, this is Main Street in sound. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I agree, man. <laughs> um, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right. So fantastic. No, that's cool that you think that, but <laughs> if you. T- I don't know if you put it in, like, it was on the playlist, but, like, I don't know if you said the theme song before we did this, like, and you said, it, where does it play in the parks? I don't know if I would have been able to say on Main Street. I don't okay. I, um, hmm. I, I, I yeah, it's, recognize it immediately. Yeah, yeah. it's very, uh, like, uh, non, uh, I'm, I'm unable to separate the two. Uh, all right, so uh, next we have our second seed, which is uh, the theme from Pirates of the Caribbean, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me, versus It's a Small World After All, our 18th seed. And we have uh, me. I start this one. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Pirates. I love that song. 
yeah, that's it. I am also going with uh, Yoho. Yoho. I, I went with Small World. Yoho doesn't do it for me. Okay. That's fair. I could understand that, but I'm going to s- still save <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> I went with Pirate's Life. All right, so Pirates takes it. So now we have the matchup of Paint the Night versus Illumination. So we've got West Coast versus East Coast nighttime shows here. And we start with oh, Maddie. Um, I know that I have a, a, a bias towards uh, Illuminations, and a lot of people think it's outdated and overwrought and cheesy, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. That suite is majestic, and uh, I went with Illuminations. Scott, I can't even... Sorry, over, over a song written by Owl City. Owl City. Okay, go ahead, Scott. <laughs> I, I said Illuminations, but you all knew that I would say Illuminations. That's sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> this Rock. is easily Paint the Night. So much better. Sad. What'd you say? When will we do this again? Mm, all right. Paint the Night. So it comes down to me here. <laughs> oh, oh boy, Illuminations versus Paint the Night. I wonder what she's gonna go with. Oh, 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 oh. Why can't we do this again? <laughs> all right, so. So Illuminations? So Paint the Night. mark you down for Illuminations? Paint the Night, baby. Okay. Alright, so next up, this was definitely my hardest matchup. We've got uh, Soren versus the Epcot Innoventions loop. Um, and who are we starting with here, Scotty? Yeah. Oh, starting at a good spot because this was a tough one for me. But Soren is empirically a better song. <laughs> so. Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interventions okay. because I I just I just it, love it, it so much. Yes, <laughs> I went with interventions. It's Epcot. Okay. I said Soren. Um, hands down, I think is one of like the most beautiful classic pieces of music ever written. That like is like actually in like the the halls with like. Like, do, you remember, do you remember when they were redoing Soren and people were ready to torch Epcot if they changed the song? Yeah, I actually don't like the new version, the newer version of the song. I like the original a lot better, but that's in my mind what this is. As, uh, this is the original in my mind. So Matt, it comes down to you. Yeah, I mean, you have there. There's two mindsets. There, there's the um, world building and you know. Uh, environment building aspect of the interventions theme and then you have like the pure orchestral and you know songwriting aspect of of Soren and I fall into one mindset over the other so I went with Soren I also agree with Scott that it is just a better song from a purely songwriting perspective it's a it's a beautiful piece of music all right sorry guys so our next, um, our next matchup is the Cantina song <clears throat> versus It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Essentially the same song. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much the same. Uh, so Rob, we're starting with you on this. I struggled with mm-hmm. this um, just because they are so different. So it's like, what's more important? But uh, I, I picked 
Cantina song. Like, wow. what would I rather just listen to at this moment? It'd be the Cantina song. Okay. Holly, what'd you go for? Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. Yeah. I also went for Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow on this one. That's like me picking Illuminations. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I went with... Uh, I picked I picked Sherman Brothers over John Williams here. You know, both amazing celebrated songwriters in their own right but come on great big beautiful tomorrow is just a a sing-along just is like happiness in a song i did john williams right i picked the cantina Cantina song i believe john williams wrote the cantina song i mean fact check me on it i mean he did the soundtrack for star wars no i know it just seems like such an odd piece i think he did no, he actually ahead, got it could. from an alien. <laughs> you went Figuring to space. Figuring Dan wrote it, you he guys. He went to space and stole it. It was from E.T. He got it when he <laughs> went yep. from Spielberg working on that. Yeah. But yeah, I went with Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. And All Scott, right. you... I went with the Cantina Band. I figured. <clears throat> so wait a oh, second. The... What, did it, you find out if yeah, you wrote it? it is, yeah. Uh, there sure. you go. So we're going to break again? I'm good. I'm good. Do you guys know? We can just do it. You want to just go. keep going? Yeah. Yeah, let's roll the dice. Okay, okay. We'll do it live. Okay, we'll do it <laughs> we'll live. We'll do it live. We'll do it yeah. live. So, Holly, we're starting off with you, and the bracket is Grim Grinning Ghosts versus Boo to You. I am going to go with Triple G. Triple G. I mean, that's on a mansion. Um, this is tough for me, but I think I have to go with Grim Grinning Ghosts on this. Um, yeah, I, I also went with Grim Grinning Ghosts. I went boo to you. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 Grim Grinning Ghosts. Easily. Landslide. 4-1, was that? 4-1. Yeah, 4-1. Alright, so now we have um, Golden Dream versus... The theme from Fantasmic. Who's up? I am. You're up. I'm going Fantasmic, baby. Let's take Fantasmic to the end. Um, I... uh, Here's the thing. When I was looking at this just now, because it's (laughs) on the fly, um, Golden Dream gets points off for me for inherently cheesy lyrics that are just preying on your nationalism. It's like, you love America? We are going to love this. We're talking about eagles. We're talking about freedom. (laughs) It's like they're playing America Mad Libs in that song. And like, yeah, like it's a good song. And don't get me wrong. Every time I get out of there, I feel downright patriotic. But it's um, the, I'm I'm a sucker for some good um, orchestration and songwriting. And the, the main theme from Fantasmic, also with all the aforementioned, awesome guitar solo in the middle it beats it for me so i went with fantastic uh only one of these songs gives me goosebumps that's golden dream <laughs> golden dream's my pick oh, so um Rob? i'm gonna give fantastic the win it's so close <laughs> it, it's uh, also love... rob naps through golden dreams no so. I, this, this is usually <laughs> when i wake up uh, oh yeah, no, he, he, he sleeps through the first fifteen minutes. But he starts Wayne stirring in. when he hears that song. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like it's like my alarm in the attraction. Um, fantastic, though. All right, and Holly, what do you got to say here? Fantastic, fantastic. All right. Okay, so fantastic makes it to our final four, and in our next roundup, we have Yo Ho Yo Ho, a pirate's life for me versus. 
uh, paint the night. And Matt, I believe you are up. I mean, I, you can just take everything I've been saying about Paint the Night this whole time. I'm thoroughly outmatched here, but I think that it might finally get knocked off here. It's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. I think that song is very catchy, and it's like, but it's just like, it's a pop song. Like, it's like a straight up just, it's a it's a safe pop song, but Yoho is, uh, it's, it's you can't separate it from the ride. It's so good. The It's, it's just great. Yoho. Paint the Night for me. Wow. You paint got daggers in your eyes right <laughs> no, now. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I understand. Paint, paint the night. I went with paint the night because it's more than just <laughs> Owl City. It's more than just Owl City. So. And it does say something about the song if they can, like, if they can mold it to, the, like, okay, so it's the cars and then you get, like, life is a highway and when can I see you again? And... Then you get, you know, uh, a part of your world with when, like, it's so, it's so malleable that it fit, like, it's like small world that like, yeah, you can easily translate this to other languages and it's so simple and it's just like, you know, it's a good beat. I am going, if this makes it to the final two, I'm going to climb to the top of the Aztec temple in Mexico <laughs> and jump off. All right, you all heard it, people. Let's, let's make this happen. <laughs> So what's your pick? My my pick was pirates. I can't okay. I can't outdo pirates is a classic. It's it's I, I really like pirates, but that's all right. Okay, our next matchup is the theme from Soren um, versus a great big beautiful tomorrow. And Scott, I believe you are up. Yeah, with respect to great big beautiful tomorrow, I I have to go Soren here. I just love that song. Love that ride. <clears throat> yeah, it's whenever I listen to this, I try and envision what's seen from the original Sorna over California. Like, I, I'm always like, oh, this is the Orange Grove part. Like, I, I've gotten pretty good at knowing which which part of the music is the scene, the, the scene goes to, or vice versa, I should say. So, uh, with that said, I, I just like Soren. I think it's just a better piece of music. All right. I went with Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow just because it only needs one version and not two. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Do you get it? I get it. Okay. Um, I went Soren. I love the theme from Soren. More than I like the ride itself, actually. I agree. I think I like... I never thought about it, but I think I like the the... the the score better than I like the ride and the ride's great but I just think like you made a, a very like uh, good point that you're like think that like it's like a very just beautiful like this would be like a classical piece that is just like it reminds me of like Aaron Copeland who did like the where's the beef um, like he did the beef commercials and the pork commercials Anyway, so I'm you're not, saying I'm he... you're saying the theme from Soren is the where's the beef of Disney <laughs> I meant, what, what was the... God, I'm screwing this up so bad. I feel like I'm having a stroke right now. What were the commercials? and then Aaron Copeland? No. I, what was the name of the campaign back in the early aughts where it was like, beef is what's for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it pork? Pork, the other white meat? It was both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Stop Yes. Did you do yeah. that? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. <laughs> so... I went with Soren. <laughs> Can I say that? Before? No. Oh, God. 
All right, okay, so Lauren okay, okay. takes it. It's funny to look at the final four because <laughs> it has two ride attractions and we have two nighttime nighttime thingies. That's true. Yeah, nighttime thingies. Nighttime, nighttime things. Nighttime thingies. Yep. We got it's, it. no, uh, it's no. Um... <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves a show, a parade, a dark ride, and a, a whatever whatever Soren is. <laughs> Another ride. Oh boy, this is tough. This is very. This tough. is tough. There, okay, are we ready to? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rob, you're starting us off on our final four matchup. Our first face off is going to be Grim Grinning Ghosts versus Phantasmic. Um, when I think of, oh man, it, 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 it's actually harder now that I'm talking it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, because what I was going to say was when I just think of like Disney Imagineering, I think of like the Haunted Mansion and how it's like just a masterpiece of Mm -hmm. what they, what they could do and what they have done. Um, the Fantasmic is really, really good too. Um, but Grim, I have to go with Grim Grinning Ghosts. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of to piggyback on Rob, I'm going with Triple G. Just the history, the... It, I mean, it's been around for how long? Forever. I mean... 50 years was a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So... No, it was just... Uh, Disneyland's was just celebrated last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's original. Okay. So... Um, man, this is a hard one. This is a real hard one. I think I have to go with Grim Green Ghost. As much as I love Phantasmic, I, th- I think that's I think that's the one. Um, I I also went with Grim Green and Ghost, and if I could just just I mean I know it already won, so I'm I'm you know speak I'm preaching the choir here. But one thing that we haven't really talked about, and, and Rob touched on it, is just Haunted Mansion in general. How it's just uh, at the time was a masterpiece of technology, but also was a masterclass in storytelling through the through a ride. And you often forget that the entire score of the ride is is the song Grim Grinning Ghost in some form. It starts off with that droning and then obviously um, kind of ebbs and flows throughout the ride as you go through it, eventually um, leading you to that incredible um cemetery scene where you actually have the the singing uh headstones and you have that awesome song with the full lyrics which is the i mean the best part of that ride for for me so it's just an interesting song it's simple but it's also malleable enough that you can like you know it it, it's it i think it's just a great song I think we found that in a lot of our our final songs. <laughs> that they're just a great. That song. they're just malleable. That they you know form to other songs. That's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. For our next matchup, which is wait, wait, oh, Scott, I didn't even say. I'm sorry, Scott. Yeah, so I'll take Grim Grinning Ghost. Okay, make it unanimous. I'll, I'll take Grim Grinning Ghost there. All right, so now we have our next matchup, which is Paint the Night versus <laughs> Soren. I will yeah. run into the ocean <laughs> with pockets full of cinder blocks. You already told us you're going to climb the pyramid, so I'm excited. Just because I want to be spiteful right now. Stop it. Go with your heart. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to go with Paint the Knights. I'm Honestly, Soren just doesn't do it for me. Like, it's just, I don't know, the ride, it's not one of my faves. 
right. That's fine. So I'm going with Paint the Night. Cool. All right. It's upbeat. Yeah. yeah. I'm going for Soren only because the ride is not one of my faves, but the music is. I think the music elevates the ride. Uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll put this in a, a, a food analogy that um, <laughs> Soren is a um, is is like a beautifully crafted by a master chef meal, a filet mignon, beautiful scalloped potatoes. <laughs> no, I just want some scalloped meat. Yeah, just like a beautifully crafted five star restaurant meal, and paint the night is a Big Mac. And don't get me wrong, every now and then, I just want a Big Mac. I'm not going to eat a, I'm not going to eat, you know, this like hoity-toity, you know, magnificent food. It's expensive. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a lot. But if I'm comparing a Big Mac to filet mignon, yeah, I'm going to pick filet mignon every time. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> Soren. Very dramatic, but I picked Soren too. <laughs> okay. Rob, what you got? Well, it doesn't matter. I picked, I picked Paint the Night. Just it's mm. at this point, it's I would just want to see that over Soren. Um, when can you say it again? Not in the rest of this bracket <laughs> is the answer. All right, so we have our our top two. Do we need to break? Does anybody? I think no, we do. Need, I would like to break actually I'm because good. I I am I'm very torn between these two, and I'm, I am not. Can we take like? A two-minute break to really we'll think about it. will take a two-minute break to really think about it. And we're back after a nice break of listening to our final two songs. We really just had to drink them in uh, and, and really marinate on these last two. So just to summarize, we've got our number one seed in the final two, A Grim Grinning Ghost versus our number three seed, which is Soren. Um... And I am up, and um, after listening to those two, um, I am going to go with Soren. And the reason is, I looked at that, what we were listening to on Spotify, and it said, Disney Classics. And I believe Soren will go down in history as a soundtrack to a Disney ride that in 20 years will still be relevant, just as Grim Grinning Ghosts is, but I think it's harder to come up with anything classic more recently. So that it, and I think it is also very indicative of like the Renaissance, like like the second like big Renaissance of Disney parks after Walt was was gone. Like things kind of stunk in the eighties and nineties for Disney parks, and they picked it up. It's in my two favorite parks. It's in Epcot and California Adventure. So, there, just for so many reasons, I had to pick Soren. This is really difficult for me. And, and what's funny is, when you guys said you were doing this, as Scott and Catherine, which, which this activity is the brainchild of, of both of them, um, I think one of the first things I said, even before I knew what songs were going to be on it, I said, so we're going to go through an hour podcast and then we're going to pick Grim Grinning Ghosts and then we'll call it a day. Because like, <laughs> I just like knew that that would be... I just thought, like, what else is beating that? Uh, because it's just such a great song. And then, you know, obviously I saw the full list and I was like, okay, maybe it's not such a runaway win that I thought it was. 
Soren, I mean, I've said things about both of these. Um, Soren, there, there's a reason why they, they use it in a lot of marketing material too. And not just in that ride, like you might see in a lot of Disney documentaries that are that are made by Disney, they use Soren as like background music when they're showing like montages of, you know, just like uh, like construction montages or just to signify progress or hope or... Uh, I think that this particular piece of instrumental music evokes a lot of different feelings, all of them positive and uplifting. And I mean, when you think about it in the concept of the ride, literally uplifting because you are lifted up in the air in your, in your ride apparatus and you soar perfectly in time to the music and, you know, you're able to do something that you, you couldn't do. Um, so for that reason, I have to pick... Like Talk to the Dead? Like Talk to the Dead. <laughs> it's my favorite part in Soren. So I have to go with Soren over I California. Were, I thought you were going to... Gregory, What an M. Night Shyamalan twist that would be. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I, I honestly, this is not a, as difficult a decision for me. I just prefer Soren to Grim Grinning Ghosts. Sorry, guys. And Wozniak's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Grim Grinning Ghost. Here, Soren has one of the the most gigantic flaws or pet peeves of any Disney attraction to me. So I just spent four minutes flying over these locations, and I'm I'm <laughs> flying and flying, and then ten seconds before it ends, Tinkerbell appears, and this is one of like. Why is she in the GD video? Oh, you're you're evaluating the ride. Yeah, you're evaluating the ride, not the song. It's okay. It's okay. And Grim Grinning Ghost, Haunted Mansion has one perhaps like if you if like one of my favorite micro scenes of the bust singing. I absolutely that's that is I love that. And so and part of that is the music that goes with it and them singing Grim Grinning Ghost. To piggyback off of Rob, my biggest peeve with Soren is, okay, yeah, the music, don't get me wrong, I like the music, I think the music is great, but like, as I'm like listening to the music and I'm looking at the scenery, I want to see a straight Eiffel Tower, <laughs> not a oh. leaning That's the ride. Line. That's the ride. That's you're the not ride. talking about the music, you're talking about the ride. But I'm just saying, it kind of like listening to it, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I get it. it. Listening to it reminds you of the Listening ride, and so. seeing go together, so... Yeah, I'm listening to this beautiful music, but I'm seeing something, it just kind of ruins it. Well, I would gladly like to go defend uh, your argument about the end of Soren, because the end of Haunted Mansion in Disneyland sucks. Explain Little Leota to me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. Because Tinkerbell makes a lot yeah. more sense than no, Little Leona. Yeah, because it's no, no force perspective. At I, first, I thought it was a force perspective. I was okay. like, oh, she's further away. But no, she's just small and it doesn't Is make sense. Is that the hurry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like tiny and you're like, wait, why? <laughs> I'll stick with the Walt Disney World version. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Wait, Wait doesn't... I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the over California version. Isn't Little Leota in Disney World? Mm-mm. I know that I've seen it and I've never been on the California one. Yes, you have. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> well, yeah. I, no, wait a second. I know that there's a Little Leota. She said, you hear the words, but there isn't a Little Leota. Little Leota is when you're going up... It's like an escalate. It's. I thought it's on both coasts. There is one at the very end of the ride that says "Hurry back." 
Yeah, I, I I'm kind of with Scott. I might be totally wrong here, and I would usually trust Catherine on. I mean, I'm 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 going to say that Catherine is right because this is her favorite ride, and I, I she okay. has a good if memory. I, but if I've been on the one in California, it's been once that I've been on that, and I know I've seen Tiny Leota many many times. All right. Well, I guess this is a. I guess this. We'll th- throw it to one of our cast member friends. <laughs> yes. The 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 thing is that Soren is our is our victor. All right, so Soren is the winner of the Disney Parks Music Bracket. Um, Did anybody think of anything we missed? I mean, I didn't. I'm not saying that there. I was. I mean, there's a lot of like little things, like like I we originally had the rock and roller coaster, yeah. um, like medley in there, but that's very hard to pinpoint what it actually is. It's like a like the on the actual ride. The yeah, Aeros, there's like the Aerosmith. Yeah, like, there's like six different songs. Same they, thing with like Tower of Terror. Yeah, you know the Twilight Zone theme. Um, there there are quite a few legacy Epcot rides that you could have included, like the original um, song from Living with the Land, oh, yeah, like the original song from Universe of Energy, which are all which are all good that I would put over some of the ones on test here. Test track is okay. Mm. The original, <laughs> put in the original test track queue, which is a cacophony of just motors and gears. <laughs> is one of the worst things ever. It is bad. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a few that we missed. And, and, you know, just there's so much. I mean, music is such an integral, integral part of the, you know, the whole landscape of the parks in general. So, like, you, can't have it without you can't have the parks without you know music but that's why this is such a good exercise yeah it was you could have thrown in some of the songs that uh the dapper dancing some of the old oh, standards yeah, like yeah well you know. and there's more main street stuff like the songs from polo dolly are on main street and yep. i like them more than the up oh yeah too, but um just for all of our listeners who would like to uh to like to follow this playlist if you have spotify it's called the WDW Happy Hour Parks Music Playlist. So you'll hear most of these songs. At least our top, like, three or four are definitely in there. So there's a we lot. We could probably share that to the Facebook page that we can make it a clickable link. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Too. So, yeah, you should follow that, and then they'll get you through the day. <laughs> 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 All right. So um, does anybody have any last call items? No. No. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. Okay, well. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. When will we see you again? Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.